everyone, and welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Jenna Konar, and you're listening to Employment Notebook, where we speak with expert guests who give us tips and advice on various career issues and decisions that employees face. Today on the show, we're discussing the subject of overcoming the Utah syndrome in your career. If you often use your vacation time to pretend that your job doesn't exist, or maybe to escape from the reality that you're unhappy in your career, you could be suffering from the Utah syndrome. So to learn more about this, we're speaking today with Christy Mims. Christy is the founder and CEO of The Revolutionary Club, which is a career coaching firm and a Forbes Top 100 website for your career. Thanks so much for joining me today, Christy. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. So before we dive into the topic of the Utah syndrome, Could you tell us briefly about your professional background and your current role with the Revolutionary Club? Sure. So right now I'm a career coach and I own and operate my business, the Revolutionary Club, which is the career coaching service. And we focus especially on helping women find their passion and figure out what they really want to do and then make that career shift. But before this, I was a consultant for years. I worked for um, Fortune 500 companies, and I became pretty senior as a consultant. And I ran, you know, a multi-million-dollar business unit, and I worked with a large team and had a lot of a lot of projects and portfolios. But I was unhappy, and I thought, you know, there's got to be something else out there. But you know, honestly, I felt a little bit like a fraud, a little bit guilty for wanting something more, and pretty frustrated at myself that I was outwardly successful but inwardly unhappy, and you know, had a great job with great coworkers, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't enough for me. So that's why I ended up going on my own passion quest, if you will, and um, trying to figure out what it is that I love. And I ended up in coaching because I love helping people with their careers. And I wanted to do it through the vehicle of coaching. It's been phenomenal. Great. And so it sounds like in your previous career, you maybe went through a little bit of what we're talking about today, the Utah syndrome. Could you describe what your definition of this is? Yes. And I definitely lived it. (laughs) So The Utah syndrome is that space in your life when you take vacations and you take trips and you buy things as a distraction from what's really going on in your life and your career. And you do this because you're unhappy, but you don't know how to get out of the unhappiness. And so, again, you just turn to things that give you that moment of feel good without really making any forward progress. And if I could, you know, name check Martha back for a second, she describes this as being at odds with your essential self, which I think is a wonderful description. The idea being that your essential self is who you really are, the person who is fun and playful and who, you know, in those moments when you just feel really good about yourself, that's your essential self. That's the person who knows what you want. But you have to have your social self, the person who follows what you think you should do, follows that career path because you think it's a stable career or because your parents told you should or because you don't think that you can do anything else, who aims to please. You know, I think when your social self is doing something that your essential self is really unhappy with, that's when you end up taking those trips, buying those shoes, you know, for me, I spent, um, you know, a ton of money on makeup and I <laughs> sort of shameful to it now, but I absolutely did. And I took some amazing, you know, I went to Italy and I went to South Africa and I, I did some awesome stuff, but, you know, it didn't make me happy. And I wasn't, I, I was just trying to do as much as I could to distract from the fact that I was unhappy at work. And so how does this, when this does develop in uh, an employee, how is this harmful to that person's mindset um, just personally and also harmful to their career? Well, I'll start with the career first. It keeps you stuck because basically you're spending all of your time and energy planning that next vacation or you're planning, you know, that next grand dinner party or, you know, whatever it might be. And your focus is not on figuring out what it is that you love. 
So you stay in that job that you don't like. Oftentimes you'll stay for years or maybe you'll bounce around, but you'll stay in the same type of job or industry and you'll continue to be unhappy. And that has a financial problem because a lot of times when you don't like your work or you're not engaged in your work, even if you're good at it, you're not necessarily going to go as far as you want. You're not going to get the raises or the promotions. You'll fall behind because you'll stay in the job for a long time. Plus the fact that when you don't like your work, it makes the rest of your life miserable. So let's talk about that. Like it can really, to your mindset, it can really drag you down. I know I felt this way and I know (laughs) hundreds of people, if not thousands, who felt this way that, you know, 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours, that doesn't seem like a lot of time, but it can impact, you know, you start to dread work on Sunday night. Every time you come back from vacation, you feel sick. You know, on Saturday morning, you're thinking that the weekend is already too short. Mm. You know, you're living for Friday and you start to become tired. Often you don't sleep well. Sometimes you start to lose confidence in yourself, you know, because you think, man, I can't figure this out. You know, I'm a, I feel like a fraud or I feel guilty or I feel stuck and you lose faith in your ability to find anything that will make you happy. Oftentimes you'll sort of drag down your personal relationships. So it has a really severe impact on your entire life, which is why I wish as a society we talked about this more and we didn't, you know, we didn't all have this, the attitude that you just have to work to live. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think as, and this is part of, you know, my mission and what I believe is that if we all liked our jobs or better yet loved our jobs, you know, it would be a different world. Right. And now everyone enjoys taking time away from work, even if they do have a job that they love. But how does someone know when they've crossed the line of just looking forward to their vacation into this Utah syndrome territory? Yeah, that's a great question. And I don't want to sleep on vacation because vacation is awesome and we should all be taking it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's my stance. But um, when you are living for your next vacation, you know, when you get back from one and you immediately start planning the next one, that's a good indicator that you're falling into the Utah syndrome trap. Okay. Um, when you come back from vacation and you, you feel sick or you feel miserable, you just dread going back to work. Mm-hmm. That's a, a really, really good indicator as well. And then kind of leading off of that, how do you tell if you're using your vacation as a time to kind of recharge yourself or if you're using it simply as an escape to get away from your daily life and to kind of forget the fact that you you do have this job and it's part of your life? I think it's the same answer as before, Mm -hmm. that when you go away to recharge, you don't come back and feel miserable, right? You come back and you feel rejuvenated and you're usually prepared and ready to get back to work. You know, the routine shift might be a little hard, but you're not, you know, you're open, you're optimistic, you're excited. When you come back and you feel miserable, that's when you know that you're using your vacations as an an escape and that where you are in your job isn't where you want to be. When you want to avoid this Utah syndrome, what are some practical ways that you can make the most of your vacation time? Of course, you're going to want to relax and recharge, as we said. What would you say you should think about maybe career-wise while you're on your vacation time? This is a great question. So two things, and I, I'm going to keep it simple because <laughs> I believe that I totally believe simple is the way to go. So two things. First is before you go on vacation, just take a couple of minutes and set an intention for yourself. And the intention might be that, you know, you're going to try to experience a few new things that you wouldn't have done before to see how you like them and to see if they might be of interest to you and in your work down the road or lead the way to a completely different job. You might set an intention that you're going to spend 30 minutes every day kind of writing and reflecting about what you're learning about yourself while you're on this vacation. You know, it could be anything, but I think sort of spending a few few minutes preparing for one of the things you want to get out of this trip will make the trip that much more valuable to you. The second thing is I always 
think it's important to bring a journal or Evernote on your phone or something and just spend a few minutes, even 10 minutes a day, thinking about what you learned about yourself that day and what you liked. And the example I want to give is this. I, while I was consulting, I managed to talk my way into moving to Italy for two months, <laughs> which oh, was <wow>. amazing. <laughs> while I was, yeah, and I was, I was so lost in my job. You know, I was good at it, but I was lost. I didn't know what to do. I had no idea of where I wanted to go next, so I felt really confused. And I went to Italy, and, and one of the things I did was every day I just thought about what kind of life I wanted first, because I couldn't even imagine that. I was in this, you know, D.C. consulting kind of mindset, and I didn't know what, even know what else was out there for me. And so I just spent a, you know, spent a few minutes every day thinking, like, what did I really enjoy doing today? You know, both from work and also from life, like, what gave me joy? And one of the things I realized work-related was that I wanted a lot more autonomy than I had. I wanted a lot more freedom of location. I definitely wanted a job that I could do anywhere in the world at any time. Mm-hmm. Because of the time shift between D.C. and Europe, you know, let me set, really set my own hours. And I just flourished under that. And even though that wasn't specific to an exact job at the time, learning that about myself was really, really critical. Because when I got home, I thought, okay, I could have this lifestyle. <laughs> you know, there's millions of people in Italy who have this lifestyle already to some degree. You know, I can have it too. And now that I know what it looks like and some of the key components for me, that'll help me figure out what careers might match up. So it sounds like it's a lot of kind of reflecting on your personal preferences and what you have learned about yourself and then applying it to your career and where you would like your career to go. Yes, yes. And even small and vague things can lead somewhere. You know, when I got back from Italy, I didn't know anything at all about coaching. It wasn't even on my radar at the time. But I had planted a seed in my mind about what kind of life I had, and it started to lead me down the road, which, you know, of looking at careers, which would be helpful, and one of those careers was coaching. So, yeah, it can be, you know, just when you get away and you're on vacation, your perspective shifts, you're experiencing different things, you're open to different things, and your brain thinks differently, which is why doing that reflection is really important, because you're not in your daily routine anymore. You were able to connect the dots, and I think it's, you know, it's really important to take the time to do that. And so you mentioned that when you're on vacation, you tend to be open to new things and new experiences. Is there another reason or maybe a couple of other reasons why vacation time is important for this very reason? Even for those who may love their job, why would you say that vacation time is important? For anyone, even if you love your job or you don't, vacation, because it shakes, shakes up your routine and because it puts you in an unfamiliar place, it inspires creativity. Right? If you just start looking at things differently or you see things that you're not used to seeing and then that might remind you of something at home or that might give you a new idea. And that's beneficial whether you love your job or not. You know, being creative in how you can combat what you can bring back or bring, being creative in what you could do next in your career is really, really key. It also allows you time to recharge. And, you know, we talked about this earlier. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think vacations are really important. Mm-hmm. And, Getting away and relaxing and distancing yourself from your regular routine so that you can feed yourself a little bit better in terms, I don't want to use the term self-care, but, you know, you can kind of get a little bit more rejuvenated and do things that please you versus doing things that you have to do. That is really beneficial to making you feel better. And when you feel better, again, you're more inspired, you're more motivated. That will really help with your career, regardless of whether you love your job or whether you need something new. And so when you return from your vacation and maybe you're fired up by this new motivation you found or some new things that you've learned about yourself, how can you take what you've learned during that time and apply it to the workplace when you return? 
So that's a good question, which is why I really recommend writing down some things while you're on vacation so you can post that information somewhere where you can see it when you get home so you don't forget, right? Because otherwise, <laughs> it's too easy to get sucked back into your regular routine. Mm-hmm. So take that, you know, take that information and put it in front of you. And then, you know, based on what you learn, pick one thing that you're going to follow up on and do. You know, for me, back to my Italy trip, it was a little bit vague. I knew what kind of lifestyle I wanted and what kind of what I wanted my work to be able to allow me to do, but I didn't quite know the content of what that work would be. So, you know, I started to research jobs and talk to people who I thought had that kind of lifestyle to learn more about what they did. You know, and that was my first piece of action. For others, it could be that you go on vacation, you go scuba diving, and you fall in love with that, and you realize you want to open your scuba store. So you (laughs) start taking action on what it might be to, to actually make that happen. But I think it's most important to to write down your learnings and then just focus on, okay, what is one thing that I can do today that would help either recreate this feeling that I had on vacation or that would help me figure out what it is that I want to do next. I think that's great advice, too, to kind of just take that first small step of, you know, one new thing that you can apply. And then maybe that will lead to bigger steps or more steps in the future. Yeah, even if it's a tiny, tiny step, even if it's just sending someone a LinkedIn connection, you know, or asking someone to meet you for coffee or just Googling for 20 minutes on something that you thought thought was interesting. I mean, if you do that every day, you know, and do it fairly regularly, you'll be somewhere pretty amazing in a very short period of time. Well, I think you've offered a lot of great insight to our listeners. We're running a little short on time, but I wanted to give you the floor for the last 30 seconds or so just to give us uh, maybe a final word of advice or a final message that you would like to give employees about this topic. One thing I do want to say is that if you are struggling to find your passion, please go to findmypassion.us and you'll find a free workbook that I've compiled that will really help. It's simple and it's easy. So you can find it at findmypassion.us. But a piece of advice is don't be afraid to go on vacation. In fact, use all of your vacation days. Take them, enjoy them, live your life. And while you're there, just think about what what it is that would make you more happy. And because we rarely think about that in your career, what would make you more happy and try to come up with one or two things and then do them. That's all it is. All it is is taking action, just having an idea and taking action. Don't worry about failure. Don't worry about getting it wrong. Just see where it takes you and probably take you somewhere amazing. All right. And with that final bit of advice, we'll bring the show to a close. You've been listening to Employment Notebook with our guest, Christy Mims of the Revolutionary Club. Thanks again for uh, joining us today, Christy, and giving us your insight on this topic. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. And as always, we love to hear from our listeners as well. So you can send us your suggestions or feedback to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter under at the LJN. Once again, I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and thanks for joining us. Thank you.